Konbanwa, exactly, Vichichi. I'm so popular. Merry Christmas. Uh, last week we discussed the White Lotus and some Italian art, and uh, tonight it's my semi annual <laughs> Christmas special. Uh, we are yes. celebrating the holiday live in Okinawa with yeah. a very special guest. Who are you? Hi, my name is Andrew. Uh, why are we friends? Why are we friends? I moved here to Japan in August and I wanted to. I messaged you like, yo, let's link up in Tokyo. Because I met you on a Twitter space. Uh huh. My boyfriend actually introduced me to your show and I fell in love with your show. Cause the content that you choose to talk about is like all the stuff I just love. Like, we have very similar taste. So. And, I, and you just, you talk about it in a way that I understand, I get, I love, I love your mind, I love your point of view, I want to hear your take on everything I like, I want to hear your take on everything, like, you're just such a funny bitch. Well, I love you, honestly. Um, <laughs> We, the first time we ever met was immortalized on yeah. the sirens. Exactly. Uh, and it was honestly so wild when I decided to come to Okinawa for Christmas because, like I mentioned, we've only met one time before for three hours, yeah. and now we have spent uh, four days together, nonstop, nonstop, no, no breaks. breaks, no breaks, no breaks, all gas, no breaks. We've been drinking a lot, partying a lot, seeing a lot of gay men, but that's for the Patreon. Yeah, you can, if you want to hear about that, you have to pay me for the Patreon, yeah. please, but yeah, this Honestly, week... Honestly, when you messaged me, though, you were coming, I was like, I was really surprised. Really? Yeah. I didn't think you wanted, like, I knew you were going to come to Open Up eventually. Uh -huh. I just didn't think it was going to be, like, that soon. I'm like, God. I didn't really think it was going to happen either, like, to be he honest. really likes me. I he do. really likes me. Well, I was thinking that I was going to go back home for Christmas this year, but it was much too expensive, so... Yeah. Meanwhile, oh, that happened so cheap. Eventually, you still haven't been back home yet. No, I haven't been back home in four years. Wow, over four years. Four years. I know people are literally asking me, "Are you coming back this summer?" I'm like, no, no. I'm like, never going back at this rate. Like, I just left more than three months. Like, calm your ass down. So this is a very special, strange uh, Christmas episode. And we're talking about uh, two pieces of uh, art today yes. <laughs> that um, are not actually even Christmas items, but are like, kind of loosely associated with it. So Okinawa, being uh, the southernmost islands of Japan, it's a whole different world. Yeah. And beyond that, it is uh, it has a strange relationship with America and American traditions because of the military base and the history of World War II. Yeah. So it basically is like a... Twin Peaks, like Fasimil universe, and this feels like the perfect place um, to reflect on the artifice and ecstasies of of the holiday. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry fucking Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Okay, so just to set the stage, mm -hmm. tell me about Okinawa. Your okay. dream of Okinawa. My dream of Okinawa before I came here, or like just like what do you envision this world as here? Okay. Okinawa is a very special place because it's the most unique place in the whole world. It's been touched by so many different cultures. American culture, Jap everyone speaks Japanese. There's Chinese culture, uh -huh. Ryukyu, its own culture. It has so many different people from all around the world. It's not like any other part of Japan. No. It has beautiful beaches, crystal blue water, like the most beautiful... Like I could go to Me I would pay thousands of dollars to go to Mexico or like Cuba when I lived in Canada to have something like similar to this. Uh -huh. This is my life now. Like I, I'm like so greedy. Like I get to go to the beach any day I want. I can. I my life is so good right now. I'm from Canada. It's fucking freezing cold. Like I'm not from a beautiful place. Uh huh. So living somewhere so beautiful is. It's done something to me. It's really changed. It is my beautiful. The way I see the world, and like, I feel like I can go anywhere from here. And but I don't want to leave like tropical climate ever. I know it's. It feels so yeah. good to be here. I mean, it's cold right now because yeah. it's the only time in history it's been cold in Okinawa, and of course yeah. that's when I decided to come. But yeah. <laughs> like, I really feel like um, 
like in Gundam, like the kind of strange futurism of it is that they have like just like this world where everyone is like speaking Japanese, like despite the fact that it's like African culture. It's kind of like Gundam. It's like Gundam, and it's also like Final Fantasy X and X it, It's totally totally Final Fantasy. X. Yeah, it is. And like the weird. That's why like, I got you that for Christmas. Because yeah, it's like the weird American like culturalism that bleeds over into yeah. Okinawa. It's like and the tropical ocean. The ocean. It's so beautiful, actually. The death of God. Yeah. God died here in Okinawa and just lives, his grave is here in Okinawa. So it's a very special place. Not a lot of people know about it, honestly. Or they just heard of it, but they don't really know what life is like here. Mm. And you don't even know what life is like here, truly. (laughs) You will, though. I will. Because you're going to come back. So, but... I'm like envisioning world. now, like I'm so obsessed with Okinawa. Like I'm envisioning like this being like my second home, and I'm like, oh, I just gotta yeah. go build my, my summer house in Okinawa. Yeah, exactly. And like, but the thing is, I wake up, and I'm like, I still feel like I'm should be in Canada. Like I'm like, uh huh. It's like a dream. It's really like a dream. And now that you're here too, like a show that I really like, I tune in every week. I. Like, you actually influence me a lot, I feel like. So, and I the love fact to hear that it. you want to see me come here, and like, I can host you, and we've had such a good time together. Now we're sitting now we're like, I'm, so I'm almost like, gonna, I can cry. Like, I'm so happy. I'm so Merry happy. Merry fucking Christmas. Merry Christmas. So, life is beautiful, you know, love the world. This is, love I'm still world. like, love the world. Even though me and you have banter where I, I can just be a bitch. And, uh-huh. like, completely sissy cunt negative but like I I will walk away from this like crying of happiness oh I know like it's kind of intense to say but I'm like I found like like such like a soulmate like coming here like girl you scared of Christmas you guys need to tune in Patreon to see what we've been doing and what we've been up to insane you better pay that money girl girl so like I said this is a really strange Christmas that's like uh channeled through so many different layers of culture. We're in the middle of Okinawa and we are currently having Christmas dinner in an Indian restaurant. <laughs> this is our Christmas dinner. Yeah, we're having Christmas dinner at the you Indian look out restaurant. The, window, you can see the ocean. The ocean and palm trees. And there's lots of people surrounding us. Lots, lots of, of diversity. It's, it's so diverse Very in diverse. here. It's so diverse. It's <laughs> getting diverse up in here. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about two Christmas, non-Christmas, um, further like bizarre illusions. <laughs> so bizarre. It's just so bizarre, and I think this is like the uncanny Christmas. So we're just gonna go for it. Um, it's so the Twin Peaks Christmas. It's, it's like Twin Peaks Japanese Christmas. <laughs> it's happening again. It's happening again. So I think to start, we're gonna talk about one of my uh, favorite Christmas movies. <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence, directed by uh, Oshima Nagisa, who. Uh, I also covered recently for In the Realm of the Senses. He's made a lot of uh, mm-hmm. fabulous uh, sort of uh, experimental films that are full of sex and longing. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence stars David Bowie and Sakamoto Ryuichi, mm-hmm. uh, famous from YMO, who I've talked endlessly about on the show. And uh, it's set in Indonesia? Indonesia, Java Island. Java Island. During a towards the end of World War II yeah. um, with a bunch of uh, English uh, military prisoners, prisoners. Yeah. and it's about a homoerotic spell that yeah. falls between <laughs> On a, this Java prison. Yeah. <laughs> so it's basically just about this homoerotic tension between Sakamoto Ryuichi looking severe down with the fucking in the most intense yes. like, with contour on his literally cheek, contour on his, on his cheekbones. And it's about how a uh, and nothing even happens in the movie. Nothing really. happens in the movie. It's so like casual. It's just this like this strange dreamy slowness. I don't know how to explain this movie to you. It's very difficult to talk about. But the thing is, is that like the vibe is what's important, and the vibe yeah. is Japanese mm. gay sex. Yeah, like it's in Japanese gay, militaristic. Uh huh. I know. Suicidal. I like. It, it reaches into the past, like. What, what is beautiful about the past, the part that I want to live in, uh-huh. it's very much this movie. It's, it's all about like the transformation of like ancient Japanese culture into mm. the present, and it's a very it's, specific... Uh, it's the West and the East colliding on this island, 
And it's when an immovable force meets an unstoppable object. <laughs> Switch that. But you know what I mean. Like, okay, the, the unmovable object is the Japanese. Yes. In their culture, in their ways, they don't change. They have a way of doing things. The military is very strict, very back straight. I don't know. And then you have these fucking fans from England. Oh, it's a microphone. <laughs> a TV show. Um, Here's your Samoas. Yes. Samosas. Your Samoas. Your Samoans. <laughs> My little Samoan babies. Let's eat them. So then you have these, these oh, um, English people. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, I haven't had chai in so long. Wait, let me take a bite. Is it good? Mmm. Oh. Mm. Oh, thank you so much. I look, look, girl, let me try. Yeah, <laughs> let me try. So, like, my Christmas Samoa to bite. How was it? All right, good. It's really good. But these these British people are just you know like spiritually weak. Mm. They they just want to eat food and like smoke cigarettes and, and sing, sing, lie sing songs, lie around, be lazy. They, they just want this war to be fucking over. So it's all about the conflict between them, but um, it becomes very like cosmic and celestial <laughs> because Sakamoto Ryuichi does the score. The score? Like the first time I heard it, I knew it was going to be a good movie. Mm-hmm. This chai is, this tea is scalding mama. Hot mama. The tea today? Yum. I like it's like real chai. It's not like Starbucks chai. Mm. I love it. Yeah. It's Indian chai. And Zach loves Indians. Everyone um, knows. My favorite people in the world. But I want to talk about that flashback scene. <laughs> we are there. First of all, so the main characters here are we have Mr. Lawrence. Um, he's the only uh, of one of the English who can speak Japanese. Mm. He's basically responsible for coordinating. These are uh, Englishmen between the the, the Japanese yeah. um, military the officials. Yeah, he's, he's us. He's, he's me a, and Zach. Yeah, he's literally he's us. the gay ALT who can speak Japanese. <laughs> literally, he literally is. He's like a gay ALT. The Americans are the trash ALTs who don't even can't even count to ten yet. And then there's the Japanese who are themselves. Exactly. I um, love watching him interact with Sakamoto Ryuichi in this movie. Mm. That's the YMO guy. I'm not familiar with him at all. Yeah. This is my first encounter. And this is the guy with the high cheekbones. Right. And basically, they are putting David Bowie... Uh, mm-hmm. They have a war trial, and he's been sentenced to execution, and is saved only uh, because... Because he's, he's fucking hot. Because he's beautiful. And David Bowie, who is not the greatest actor in this, yeah. the only point of him is just that he is a famous, fascinating star object. Yeah. And he is transfixing to watch when you see him in the... He's beautiful. He's beautiful. Like, his teeth take me out of it a little bit, but... <laughs> the, the, the British but his teeth? blonde hair yeah. perfectly dyed. His body... Like, he's like, kind of like fit in this movie. He's so fit. Yeah. That's how I want my body to look. Like, not too muscular, mm-hmm. but have something to grab on and he's hairless like mm-hmm. beautiful white skin big mysterious this eyes. is the white man everyone wants this is the white boy of the month it makes so much sense that really she becomes obsessed with him and watching their interaction is very tense i want to be david bowie yeah like i mentioned this movie is like really like bizarre and like experimental because it's like all on this island where nothing is happening and people just end up killing themselves all the time um, like so an we committed seppuku. There's like three seppuku scenes. Yeah, and they're all great. Hey, let's just should we explain the plot? Yeah, I mean, this what was the gag though? Hmm? What was your gag? You just gagged. Oh, I just gagged because I remember. I gagged. <laughs> I know because I remembered the two faggots in the very beginning of the movie who get like. Oh. Okay, let's start there. Yeah, that's okay. where we start. Okay. okay. So Mr. Lawrence gets woken up by that battle royale actor. Yeah, Bito Takeshi. Yeah. And he's like, Mr. Lawrence, wake up! And so Mr. Lawrence's like, what? Like, it's so early, what? So then they go to this fucking, like, trial that's happening. And all these Japanese people are standing around these two faggots. Like, one's Japanese, one's Dutch. And he's like, show us what you did to him right now. Like, show us what you were doing to him. And they were caught buggering. They were caught butt-fucking. And then... And and the Japanese guy's in the military. And Mm -hmm. he's like... 
dressing his wounds every night, and then they end up like having sex. And then like, I'm in a restaurant, um, and then <laughs> and then like Mr. Lawrence is like, leave them alone. Like, mm. what? Who cares? Like, he's gay. Like, let him be gay. Like, whatever. And the Japanese are like, no, he must kill himself. Yeah, they're both like sentenced <laughs> towards death. And um, basically watching this um, suicide of the, of the beautiful Japanese yeah, boy. he literally just starts stabbing himself. Yeah, he stabs like, himself and it's gorgeous. I was like, this is what we're in for, okay. And then after, the, after watching the suicide, the Dutch boy is so shocked that he swallows on his own tongue and dies, mm-hmm. which I find very beautiful. <laughs> I was like, the idea of dying by Why swallowing your, your own tongue, tongue. watching your, your buggered lover. <laughs> oh my god, that's so Chi Chi. That's you and the fucking train chaser. Yeah, the personal trainer. Like, left. Yeah, they literally in the personal. I, I, the way I would have liked to have died is like, he gets exposed for having like slept with a crossdresser for a week. And then like, he is like sentenced you know, to doxed? suicide. And then I swallow my tongue watching him beautifully <laughs> cut open his, On Java his Island. six pack. Uh, what do you Java think? kind of looks like Okinawa. It does look like yeah. I was thinking that too. The oppressive palm trees and greenery everywhere. Now, what do you think is being said with this um, this execution and suicide? Like, the general suicide? Like, what is it? Oh, hi. That looks delicious. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I need my curry. This is non though. This is so much food. Okay, I well, live. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. So like, what is being said? Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Okay. Mm, like, what is being said is that they're in a war. They're in a fucking war. Like, mm-hmm. people are dying. There's people There's dying. People are dying. Him, but, like. This this brotherly gay love, it's, it's so cute and simple. They were just dressing each other's wounds and they want to kiss mm-hmm. each other. And like, that, the fact that this Japanese man, because they're, Japanese are these cruel, heartless people on this movie. And the fact this Japanese man went out of his way to like, want to be with him and dress his wounds and fuck him good. Uh-huh. And then he, he's there seeing him have to kill himself in front of everyone because of what he did, which was be a weak person. Mm. And that would drive me insane if someone had to kill themselves. Someone so sweet who I felt feeling tender, tenderness towards me. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. he's like, so shocked that, that this has to happen. Mm. And this is the only, the Japanese are like, yeah, this is what we do. This is normal. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, if so, I had to see someone kill themselves. It at all, let alone be someone who gave me good dick, then what the fuck? Girl, I'm choking on my tongue. This movie's all about the regulation of desires. Because it's, it is. Because what it basically is arguing is that the entire like human history can be um, like summarized, like all of these enormous cultures colliding. It's all animated by like these like sexual drives, basically. So it's very unso popular. It's so unso popular. The idea is just literally <laughs> that like. The entire world can be like rearranged and like death can be transcended yeah. and cultures can like be completely reformed by gay sex. Yeah, gay sex is like imagine if there's a war happening and like the two stars start running to each other and they just start uh, having a giant massive orgy. That's what this movie is arguing in favor for. Like, and me too. Me too. And it is so the movie is really long. It feels like it's five hours long. It's only two, but it's it goes on forever. And it has a lot of plot points that just are so unnecessary and like, but also necessary. It's like the movie is not actually like structurally pretty, not very good. It's I think. not a movie of plot. No, at all. It's it's a movie of vibes. It's a vibe movie. Hey, I really, really want to talk about the fucking flashback. I have <laughs> no England. idea what's going on with that. Hey, what is the what does the flashback mean to you? Like, I don't. I can't tell you. I couldn't tell I you. I have no what. idea. So. The flashback shows David Bowie. So how did David Bowie, David Bowie get to the flashback first of all? Get that plot point, maybe. Which is what? Because he got thrown in the jail because he mm. didn't. Because oh. he ate a flower. 
That's no, right. I'm kidding. He, David Bowie eats a flower because basically everyone is a sentence to a two days of fasting. Of yo. Yeah. We call it yo. It's like spiritual laziness. So you have to starve yourself for two days, which is honestly not that long. It's not that bad. You can do it. But these fucking weak-ass British people are like, oh, make that a double whiskey, please. And they start singing songs and just being annoying. And then David Bowie, the, the unstoppable British force, the goes out, object, yeah, the meteor. picks flowers, and finds manju rice balls. I don't know what a manju is. I've never had one. And then he comes back and he's like, I brought flowers. We're going to lay flowers for this fucking Dutch guy who choked on his tongue. I have a proper funeral and sing, and then the Japanese people come in. They're like, "What? What are you doing? Stop! You're supposed to be doing kyo. No, not and so David Bowie the very indignantly eats the flower, and it, it's mm-hmm. it's beautiful. And Sakamoto loves it. He's in love with this flower-eating man who will not do the gyo, who will not take any part in what he wants. Mm. And so David Bowie who is now in prison and is certain, certainly about to be murdered, is um, reflecting on England and the humiliation of his brother after he uh, initiating him into like some school thing, some Hogwarts house. Yeah, it's like some like, British boarding school. And he uh, stands idly by and allows his brother to be like, mass humiliated and like beat up by all like, uh, the Harry Potter. And that's a god. The one to sing is his one talent. That's what he has to offer this uh, social club. Mm. Oh, I know what it's saying. Uh huh. He's singing. Singing is what faggots do. If you go to karaoke with gay guys in Japan, they're gonna sing the house down, dude. Oh, they're gonna sing, sing, sing. So, this little gay British boy just wants to sing and wants his talent to be appreciated, but the madness of the world wants war and wants you to will not accept you for being a soft, cute homosexual who wants yeah. to just sing and vibe. Why? Wow. And it goes on forever. It's shot really vividly, like in like Suspiria Technicolor. <laughs> it's like so inexplicable. It's really intense. It goes on forever. It's like 20 minutes of the movie. Uh, yeah. We're just in England all of a sudden. And David Bowie, as a high school student, looks the same as when he's in fucking Java. I love that soap opera effect. It's so funny to me. He literally jumps like 40 years from being a junior high school student to being a fucking high schooler. It's so Mm -hmm. funny. So, it is um, completely inexplicable what's going on there. Except for the idea that basically it's just um, going to a a very bizarre uh, way of. Illustrating how these uh, desires have like come to start circling around in the world. Okay, no. let's talk about how this becomes a Christmas movie in the last like okay, yeah, fifteen how seconds. Is this, this is why it's not even a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's like literally the last fifteen seconds of the movie. Well, there is one part. There's actually two parts. Mm-hmm. When David Bowie gets saved from jail, like they're about to execute Mr. Lawrence, who's the translator. He has to die for Sakamoto because. Someone has to be responsible for those the flowers. This, no, the, the radio. Yeah, the, oh, the radio thing. Whatever. <laughs> so he's like, you have to die because we need someone to die for this crime. Like, it's a very Japanese way of thinking. Mm. And he's, this is when Mr. Lawrence, the weeaboo, like, cracks. And he's like, fuck your gods. Like, I'm ripping down the Buddhist shrine right now. Like, mm-hmm. he, loses, he loses it. He breaks. He basically breaks. And then they have this flashback. They're talking about... They're past, and then they're getting set free by battle royale guy, and he says, "I'm Father Christmas." <laughs> I'm Father Christmas, and then the stone's like, "Oh shit! This is my Christmas gift, my life getting saved, mm. and David Bowie too." So th- that part honestly made me cry. It's so touching. It's beautiful because uh, this is both of the concessions of uh, the culture because the yeah. British finally. Uh, here, it is, here it is. Here it is. The power of Christmas can can break the fucking boundaries. That's why Christmas is so special. It's it's international. Like everyone understands Christmas. You don't have, even if you don't come from a place where Christmas is actually fucking celebrated. Everyone knows what fucking Christmas is and knows what the meaning of it is. Exactly. Even when you say it like Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. 
Very good, man. Yesterday at the party, they said Medicri. I was like, Medicri? I mean, Medicri? What? Medicri? I really love the, um, that, that sentiment. It's like, Christmas is not just like a, you know, Western culturalism. It's, it's like it's some transcendent. It's like some like ambient, strange like force in the world <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that has to happen during like winter. Yeah, seriously. Christmas is literally like I'm so popular. <laughs> That's so true. Christmas is very I'm so popular. Oh, I also love the scene. Of, the most famous scene, of course, is like David Bowie kissing Sakamoto yeah. Ryuichi. Yeah, yeah. That's. Okay, this part is actually interesting and important. So, David Bowie, so they're gonna kill this fucking British guy, okay? It doesn't matter how we got there, they're gonna kill him. And everyone's like, standing down, and the guards are like, protecting this execution that's about to happen. He's about to kill this white guy with a sword. And then David Bowie just strolls right past all these armed men. Yes. And fucking, plants one on Sakamoto's cheek and Sakamoto falls over. He literally falls. He, he, he has a catchy and he yeah. off the <laughs> He literally has a seizure. Mm. He's like, I can't. And he, he literally loses his job because of it. Because he was a, he liked the gay kiss. And it wasn't even a good kiss. Like, it was just a little peck, on, a little the peck on the cheek. That's all it took. But it's so intense. Yeah. That's why this movie is queer. This is a queer. It's a queer movie. Like, literally. <laughs> it's literally queer. Oh, no. it's great. Thank you it's so much. Delicious. Very, very delicious. Very good. I like him. I do too. I'm coming back. Yeah, we're, sorry, we're eating. Like, no, no, we're having Christmas dinner. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is okay. This is Christmas dinner. So, you better get some food and eat with us. This is not coming out on Christmas. Oh, it's gonna, I'm gonna get it out tonight. Yeah. I'm not gonna make any big interludes for it because there's just like no time. So we're gonna have another party tonight, right? We are. Yeah. I think we are. We are. We are. The endless parties. I gotta, I gotta make an appearance. The endless Okinawan parties. Honestly, I might not drink. Mm, then we can drive back. I think, I think that's the smart thing to do. And I haven't been very smart. We can make one smart choice in this whole yeah. vacation. I've not been smart at all since you came. I've been a fucking dumbass faggot. My fag brain just activates when Chi Chi's around. Chi Chi's just no hair feet. no hypnotherapy, everyone. No, you just like swallowing your I mean, I mean, every time I say something fucked up. <laughs> I love this. The tea? The chai? This. Dinner. Oh, this dinner. Our special Christmas dinner. I'm having so much fun. The spirit of Christmas saves. We're breaking saves bread. Saves Englishmen. Motivates homosexual beauty to triumph over the world. Christmas is a gay ambient world holiday. That's not an event. It's, it's just like, homo. It's like a change of the static in the air. Yeah. Exactly. Even in Okinawa. Hmm. So, especially in Okinawa. Um, this movie, though. Do you think there's anything else I wanted to say in particular about this? I don't, I actually don't even like love love this movie. I've seen like I would only watch it. I'd only show it to someone maybe. Yeah, it's like so. Yeah. It's so long and like kind of like ridiculous. The the funny thing is that Oshima is directing this movie. He made like a lot of movies in France uh, for a while because uh, the. Japanese industry, industry kind of blackballed him for a while. So he, he was the Nikki of. He was the Nikki. Yeah. He was the Nikki of the Japanese movie industry. Girl, you ain't shit and then get off the pot. <laughs> I'm a real. I'm a real. I run around with that one. Real. But um, you can definitely tell that there's um some awkwardness in the acting and the direction between yeah. like the foreign like crew. And it feels like the Japanese people are reading katakana cards. Yeah. For their oh, English you actually lines. cannot understand what they're saying ever. <laughs> you need subtitles. You like, literally need subtitles because you would not be able they're to understand. They're apparently speaking English. They say they are. They are. And, I don't buy it. And they understand like the weirdest English slang, like randomly. Like there's no way you know what that really means. No. It's so unrealistic. But it's, it's, serious. it's so unserious, and nothing really even happens, but at the end of the movie, 
four four years later, after the war is done, mm-hmm. the, the British the have won. Yeah. The Battle Royale teacher, I'm sorry to call him that, I'm really sorry. You should call him that. Please do. The Battle Royale teacher is in fucking, now he's in the English British camp and he's basically going to get executed. And there's nothing you can do about a British execution. What's done is done. So, but Mr. Lawrence goes up to him and you think like, Mr. Lawrence, why don't you save him? He saved your life, right? But oh no. There's nothing I can do, I'm sorry. And the Japanese man is so noble. Mr. Rail is like, I've accepted my death, but I'm ready to die. And I'm ready. And then he's like, okay, it's good to see you, basically. Yeah. And as he's walking out, the Rail teacher is giving the gift. He's crying tears and saying, Merry Christmas is still alive. It's so good. I, I bawled. I really bawled. There's and something really beautiful and touching so about good. that last scene because like his death is kind of like characterized or like his impending death is kind of characterized as like a good thing almost. It's like not it's like not it's like the war is over. Yeah. It's like sorry Japan, you can't have Manchuria. No. It's not gonna happen for you. Sorry girls. <laughs> yeah, it's like this World War II is kind of the moment that Japanese culture, after like the Meiji Restoration, they basically like, completely had to change. So, you know, this, um, I like this like kind of like 70s, 80s like depiction of Japan and like a Japanese like foreign like uh, communication where they're just like, uh, <laughs> it, it, it's such a, it's a specific genre that like yeah. just like keeps showing up like. It's a weird time. Yeah. It's, it's like the I'm so popular t- t- time machine. Yeah. I love it. I want to like live on this island, like rolling around with like Sakamoto. I want to be just like in the military, getting fucked by only a fucking Japanese soldier. Yeah. Everyone then, just kills themselves with <laughs> passion all the time, like, and it's ambiently Christmas. on my own tongue. Mm-hmm. It's ambiently Christmas. Yeah. Christmas is reference to once. Who references to Christmas? I am Father Christmas. I am Father Christmas. And he says, oh, he's trying to say he's uh, Santa Claus. <laughs> that part, though, like, I get why. You don't, you don't need to explain Christmas to anyone. They just get it. Because of the ambient static Christmas magic. It's not very magic. This Christmas. It is. This Christmas has been so static ambient. Yeah. The gay party last night. Tune into the Patreon. Yeah, if you want to hear about that, you want to go there. I'm sorry. So let's talk about something that's uh, even less, <laughs> less, less Christmas beautiful. than anything. It's so unbeautiful that it turns into something beyond all beauty on Earth. Um, it's crystallized, terrestrialized.
Now, I've gone through on the show so far in detail two Utari Hikari albums because, of course, I've talked yeah. about I'm Deep surprised. River. Honestly, I thought it'd be more. No, I like, I take it really slow because I need to exhaust <laughs> these over my entire like podcast appearance. Like, uh-huh. The entire recorded history, I can only do like one Utara album a year, basically. So Okay, so this is the one. This is the one. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about This is the One, Utara Hikaru's second English language album. Um, talk a little bit about Utara's American okay. journey. So there's a few reasons I wanted to talk about this, but um, the yeah, easiest... Why this? The easiest comparison mm. is because... There's a song called Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence that samples the, the beautiful yeah. Sakamoto composition. And what it does is it molests it. <laughs> it turns it into a absolutely bizarro, like, horny jam, <laughs> like R&B music. That's exactly right. And so... It does not, not like the movie. Yeah. That song has nothing, nothing to, to do, do with Christmas at all. It's just a sample. Like, it's just a reference because of the sample. And so mm. what we have here is Utada, like, doing her best to make R&B music, like, this is her most... This album makes me manic, like, it's insane. I'm I'm actually angry right now talking about it. It basically, like, seems, at face value, like, it's, like, her trying to be commercially successful for the first time in her career and do something generic. But, because she is the quirked up... Girl, they, them, It turns into this really strange, a melted, plastic, like, reproduction of what pop music sounds like. Exactly. It's, like, horrible, but it's so unhinged that it actually becomes totally genius. It's 2009, it's bastardized 2009 Mm. American pop music. Like, completely bastardized. The lyrics on this album are insanely insane. It's just... And she buys it. I, I keep referencing lyrics. I, I read say it all the time. time. Like, and she buys this, and she buys that. Just leave her alone. <laughs> Should I go and no writer? <laughs> I wanna see the bottles pop. Like, at any given moment, I'm gonna for the rest of my life. I'm gonna think. <laughs> I wanna see the bottles pop. Okay, I think we should do track by track review. Okay, let's do track by The first one is, of course, Apple and Cinnamon, right? No, no, no. No? The first one is... Oh, Baby Come Back to Me. 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 Okay, this song is like Mariah Carey, but... Honestly, this song is Mariah Carey for me. Like, this mm-hmm. sounds like the emancipation of Mimi. It sounds like we belong together. Yeah. The lyrics are the same, pretty much. This is the, one of the, the most streamed one on the album. This is probably yeah. her the most, most successful normal. song she's ever had in English. Yeah. And it's stupid. And it's, it's really bad. Like, Hotel Lobby is at, like millennia ahead of this. Yeah. Yeah. So she, this is her second English album. Um, she was given a two record deal. And they were really expecting to make her into like the so first take off. Like the first like Japan like uh, Asian like crossover like star. Yeah. They were completely trying to market her that way. But they she had her collab with Timberland. Yeah. It literally, she was like working with Timbaland for on Exodus. Like, yeah. but then what happened is that because she's insane, <laughs> and, she's, and she writes her own music, she decided to make like the most intense, bizarre, experimental pop record that <coughs> still sounds weird and like it still futuristic. Today. Amazing. Yeah, it's really good. Basically, actually. no one had any idea what to do with that album. That was mm-hmm. just, no one had any clue. So the record was like, well, we have one more like CD planned with her, but like, so we're gonna go the complete opposite direction with mm. this one and we're gonna make the most generic radio pop destiny's child cassie like every yeah, song yeah, yeah. just copies like some black person who is popular yeah everything sounds like a cassie song everything sounds like destiny's sounds, child what song on and on gives cassie it does it's hikaru Uta- it's fucking utada doing cassie and she kind of does does it she kind of does deliver, honestly. The thing is, is that these songs, I don't really like this era of music. I really don't care for people who, like, mm. there's a lot of, like, fond nostalgia for, like, that, like, yellow sheen, like, music video. I kind of oh. like this era. I don't it's like very it. Thought Topics. It is Thought Topics. <laughs> it's very Thought Topics, this era of music. I don't want to listen to it. I make, it always just makes me feel, like, gross and urban. Like, mm-hmm. it's, like, so, like... It's very wigger. W W W W W. <laughs> I said wig. Oh. 
what that means. I thought you said it with the no, 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 no. I was like, that's for Patreon exclusive. Mm. It literally, it's Tata's like Blasian era. Yeah, <laughs> and it's so like I would say it's like okay. I live though. It's actually I live. Like a, I didn't see you're wearing like a hat and like uh-huh. crop tops and cargo pants and like just crumping in, mm-hmm. in a club with like a strobe light. It's like very Rihanna. Like it is. It's it's very umbrella. It's but also it's not like. Wait, this is the thing. That's the thing. The the music, I was gonna say the music sounds. Good. Like it, it sounds like a well. It sounds like it was competently assembled yeah. to be what it's trying to be. Like it sounds professional. Yeah. It sounds like it, you could put some of these songs on other like Cassie albums or something like that. Yeah. But the problem is that the lyrics are the, the lyrics jut out. Like it sticks out like a sore thumb. Like her damn lyrics. Should I like eating go dive out like. <laughs> whatever. Who wrote this shit? It takes the they them her. But she's <laughs> some of the the imagery that she conjures on this is so uncanny. And it's so sexual. It's, okay, it's this is the thing that's really intense really about. Okay, Utahi is not a sex pot. She no. is not a sex no. pot. No, no, she's not. I'm so popular with horny. No, based. She is clearly a sexual person and has like so much beautiful writing in her career about yeah. the motions of the human heart when it's yeah. touching, you know. She's but more then, sentimental. When she decides to do like a sexy album, it becomes horrifying and uncanny. Yeah. And the other thing is that she is because she's singing <laughs> in English, which she you know, she was born speaking. She was English, born in New York. But she has like a weird approach to the English language. Yeah. Because she talks like someone who thinks, in, like, this is the way English people speak, but they don't at all. Yeah. Like, she thinks we would be like, this curry is as delicious as... <laughs> How would Hikaru Tata describe this the one? How would this is the one describe She'd be like... She's like, it reminds me of, like, like... She'd be like, this her curry is as hot as Johnny Depp. That's exactly what she would do. <laughs> I could I could do this album. You could literally make it. This, I, that's why I like this album. It reminds me of like when I was younger. Like it reminds me of my childhood. Uh huh. This is nostalgic. Okay, apple and cinnamon. Oh my god, apple and cinnamon. So this is also a, this is not a Christmas album, but like for some reason I have an cinnamon. association of it with, as a Christmas. It's album. like a Starbucks latte. Yes, and because the, <laughs> it's exactly like a Starbucks latte. And on the cover, she's wearing this ugly hoodie. Oh you need to Google this. This Google image right is now. so ugly. It's literally it's worse than you think. And it's like impact italic fonts. This is Utada. This is the one, and it's just a face. I thought it literally. I thought. It looks I could like, make it on Snapchat. Like it, it literally, <laughs> it would look better if you did. There is no direction behind this photograph at all. This is the one. Th- this album really doesn't have. It's all over the place. It's horny, then it's sad, then it's take me back, then it's party. It's kind of like life in Christmas. Wow. Wow. This is the well one. Said. Very well. It's like life. <laughs> this album is very life. Okay, but seriously, like. Apple and cinnamon. I'm saying this yeah, is like Apple and cinnamon sounds like Charlie XCX song. It literally does. It's literally a Charlie it's song. Like a crash outtake. Okay, Apple and cinnamon could have been on Crash. Chemistry like Apple and cinnamon. It's like Apple and cinnamon. And it's she's off key. When she sings in English, she's gotten better at singing in English lately. But she sings weird. It's it's not someone. Who can really speak English? Which is funny because she's like fluent, fluent, fluent. Yeah. Like literally. Like, but like when she's like singing. When she writes lyrics. She's like, she sounds like weird and breathy and like, like a, a human, someone doing an impression of a human. And so <laughs> exactly. But because she's doing that impression of a human, what ends up happening is that it becomes more true and more <laughs> like bright light, uncomfortable, yeah. like harsh to witness. Grown. It's like. Being under like a science table, being like picked apart by aliens. Frog. Yeah, seriously. It's like metallic silver, like Halloween alien costume. This is the one. Yeah. Like, oh my god, apple and cinnamon. <laughs> the lyric I'm is on the contraceptive. 
I could go for days. When I'm alone at night, I'm thinking <laughs> six and nine. No, when I work my nine to five, I'm thinking oh, six yeah. and nine. When I'm when I work my nine to five, I'm thinking six and nine. And, and in my fantasies, I love you long time. time. <laughs> <laughs> it's dead. I turn you on. I want to see the wild part. Hey, on and on could be a good, like, could be a really, really good casting song. Oh, if it wasn't the fucking. Oh, 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 oh. Hey! <laughs> so, hey! And also, there's this. At the end of. What song is it? Mmm. Yeah. Okay, then. Maybe one more. Play now? Yeah, play now. Okay, then. Yeah. Thank you, sir. <laughs> this is my Christmas dinner. Yeah. But what's the end of that one song? It's like, bring that beat back. <laughs> bring that beat back. It's in a dirty desire. Dirty <laughs> desire, desire. And then it has some like, weird Sophie bring breakdown. <laughs> oh my god. And it starts going, bring that beat back. <laughs> She's literally Blasian. She's in sicko mode, honestly. Bad mode. Bring that beat back. It's so insane. But I like really like I like unironically. I live. <laughs> I live. Like, it, it really it's a it's gives something. Yeah. Like it's at least it's not boring. It's far it's, from it's it. It's riveting. It's riffing. It's an album of riffing. Something that has happened between me and Andrew has been that he and I have uh, not been able to stop rifting. Yeah. Riffing. Rifting riffing. Rifting riff. We've been making these jokes, and then we make fun of the jokes, and then the jokes we make fun of making the, the reference of the jokes, references. the archive of the archive, <laughs> and it literally, it's like this is the one. It's like this is the most serious we've been the whole time, the whole time, the whole time. And we're still not like, we're we're serious. Still, I, I, I'm when this ends, I'm riffing. <laughs> I need to run right like, by now. I woke up. I literally was like. I want to see the bottles popping. That's the first thing I said after like the first night we hung out. <laughs> we drank Okinawa and Awamori together. We literally finished a whole bottle. And we watched, we played a drinking game to Merry Christmas, Sister Lawrence. Mm -hmm. And the rules were anytime one of them makes the rah sound, <laughs> anytime someone kills themselves, anytime someone kills themselves, whenever Mr. David Lawrence Bowie speaks Japanese. Whenever David Bowie flops. Yeah, whenever whenever they, whenever he's not giving. Whenever the soundtrack hits. It's such a good movie. It's such a good album. It's um, such a good vacation. Miwero. <laughs> oh, okay. Miwero is actually like the first one I was like, okay, the, okay. There's, she's cooking. What did you okay, what did you actually think when you first listened to this? Because I told you ahead of time, yeah. it's not I said, <laughs> you, you gave me the warning. I warned you, I said this is not I didn't think it was gonna be that bad. <laughs> I was like, why does he like this? Like, <laughs> why? Out of every Utada. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh my god, another one. <laughs> like, you thought, why did I like this? <laughs> I just thought, like, I knew you have obscure taste, but, like, this was this this is the one. Okay, to be honest, this is the one. It's probably one of the most difficult things I've ever spoken about to understand and get into. It is so high layer. It's actually high concept. It is. It's actually high concept performance art. But to get all the way to that understanding, you have to like go through a very Christmas Mr. Lawrence yeah. like regulations of desires you have to understand the whole universe yeah. before you can understand this is the one it's like the bible if you don't like this album then you are have horrible taste in music yeah and I the think. thing is is that you actually have to like work and like stretch and fight to like this album yeah i literally have to listen to it three times and now i can't stop i think during about it all desire. <laughs> during my nine to five i think about six, six and nine. nine but she's right like it's dirty desire <laughs> is like this I, I mentioned that she's trying to be horny on this album, and it is so wrong, and it's so uncomfortable. It's like the clunkiest, most awkward, grumpy horniness ever. <laughs> I know. It's like really like morbid to it's watch. It's not sexy. It's not sexy. And then when she and she really on Dirty Desire is going way too far, and it's like it's like Lena Dunham girls actually, and how horrific it's the exposure is. 
It's very, I'm so popular. Oh my god, like, everyone is like so sick of me like talking about like blowjobs every week. And it's like, bring that beat back. It's the Mugen loop. Oh, bro. Corniness. You have to understand. This is drifting, drifting, drifting. So I want to see a track list right Wait, now. I want to see a track list. I think we're missing back. some. <laughs> I feel like Dirty Desire like, is I'm so popular. It is forcing people to look at this ugly, like uncomfortable, like frumpy sexuality that like, no one likes. And who, just, who can't stop fucking. And they can't stop talking and about it. Has not left the horny era yet. The horny era has been going on for 26 years. Yeah. <laughs> when will it end? My horny era is killing me. Zach was like, what described me? I was like, okay. <laughs> Yellow fever, horny, and podcaster. <laughs> the, literally, can you imagine? Like, if you describe me on paper, I'm the worst person in the world, actually. <laughs> and then I actually am just the worst person in the world. You're, you're. This is the one person. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I picture you in Starbucks, like looking out the window. Drinking a latte, like being listening to apple and cinnamon. Apple and cinnamon is like such like a, it, it's so frumpy. <laughs> it's, it's so frumpy. Oh. It's so jealous. It's, <laughs> it's frigid. It's frigid jealous. Oompies. Oompies. I'm cracking up. Wait, wait. I'm gonna pull up the track list okay. real quick. My phone be slow though. I'm. The secret truth that Zagligly Chi-Chi is, is the <laughs> one person. person. <laughs> when you you are the album artwork. Like the album artwork. When you look at look at it that way, it's really intense. It's like really each track is a different oh aspect of you. Oh my god! It collectively comes to make this my horny, horny, unwieldy dissertation. Also, oh, we have to talk. About <laughs> <laughs> go 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 go! Automatic part two, right? <laughs> Honey's if you're gay, burn it up like a gay parade. Honey's if you're straight, burn it up, take it all away. <laughs> she literally, like, she's like, go gays. She's, she, like, she's like, come for this one. Honey's if like, you're gay. The and the way she says it, she goes, Honey's if you're gay, burn it up like a gay parade. <laughs> not, like, literally not the gay parade. Not this, MC. Not burn it, not burning not up in the gay, gay parade. <laughs> oh my god. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> Also, a gay parade? That's a great frame of life. It's dirty design. Oh my god. This is the queer dissertation. The queer daily <laughs> album. The queer, the queering Utada Hikaris. This we is are the one. We're queering Utada right now. No, but. Umfi, not me queering it. I can't. I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll, I'll see if I can pull up this. Okay, got it, I got it, yeah. Okay, Merry Christmas, Sister Lawrence. The Not the title track. FYI, I'm gonna be yours yeah, tonight. We're gonna ooh. Honestly, <laughs> this song's really good. It's really good. The beat go is, it's sampled really well. Yeah. It's a good I song. I give you a warning. That's right. <laughs> I'm stealing the show. <laughs> Love like We're never before. Go. I'm sipping Chardonnay on... Oh, on our Lord's Day. This song actually makes me like want to get up and dance. Oh like, my god. This is this song achieves what it's supposed to do. This song, but the funny thing is, is like it's still like frumpy and horny. Mm -hmm. No. We're gonna go. Ooh. Like, uh, how am I gonna fuck to this? Girl, you gotta try. <laughs> okay, what are the odds? <laughs> I'm gonna put up. This is the one where I fuck. Can you literally, when, you, when you're bottoming to this is the one, that is so inappropriate. <laughs> and you're wearing the hoodie. When you're wearing the hoodie and like, and you're riding your lips dick. are parted. She is so ugly sometimes. Like this cover picture is. I think this is the best she's ever looked. To be honest. That is so crazy. I love her. In first love, she looks like a fucking bug. <laughs> With her like razor she thin eyebrows. She's literally a bug-eyed bitch. Oh my god, who was it? I think you literally, like, on Wednesday night, you were like, Utada Hikaru is the most beautiful woman in the world. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going a bug-eyed freak. It is so crazy to me that she, like, has, like, her Japanese discography is perfect. Every single album is good. There's yeah. not a single miss. And then, secretly, this abomination <laughs> is just, like, in her... It's just there. It's, it exists. <laughs> you bought it for me, and now I own I bought, it. I bought the CD as a Christmas present. Oh my god. 
She's insane. Those two dudes were dead-ass, like, pr produced. Taking my money back. Taking my money back is literally no scrubs. It's, it's the, I'm, oh, like, she just steals from Beyonce, no scrubs, Rihanna, and Utotifies it. Utotifies it. She frumps it up. This is the thing about Japanese people. It's like, when they try to be sexy, it's, it's frumpy. always frumpy. A Japanese sexuality. They, they can't dance. But here's the thing is that Japanese people don't know how to dance. The sexuality and erotic quality of Japanese people is so high. Like when mm -hmm. they, it's in their subtlety. Yeah, it's it, all in the subtleties. But when they make it something obvious, like this album, it is so <laughs> humiliating. It's so far it's from so sexy. I hate looking at it. I can't. Like it's not sexy at all. It's not. It. It's bad. It's, it's always giving me like. It's giving me Victoria's Secret. Lingerie. I, it's like, like I can't even think about like, like when guys wear those jock straps at like circuit parties <laughs> and stuff, and it's not. It's it. like Christian Andrew Christensen. It's Andrew Christian. It's Andrew Christian underwear. It's kind of like Victoria's Secret pink as music. Yeah. It's wait. It's so pink actually. It is. It's like kind of like overweight, like fourteen-year-old girl. I from think mall. we're describing it perfectly. It's like a. That's awesome. Am I yeah. secretly like an overweight fourteen-year-old white girl, <laughs> like going to the mall, like going to Victoria's Secret, and like contemplating her desire? Oh my god, a girl! And the brand manifests itself in you. I'm just trying to think. This one, this one is like the title track. Yeah. Yeah. Crying like a child. You got me crying like a child. <laughs> Honestly. I think, we, I think we talked about this more than Mr. Christmas is from Lord. that we talked about. Yeah. Just like, yeah, you know, it's like, all right. And then this we're like, trash. you know why? <laughs> we're you know people. why? I'm really obsessed with the idea that this is a, this is me as an album. I think you're, you've never been more right about anything. <laughs> I hit it right on the nail. I, I need to like recreate the cover art and drag after I shave my beard. <laughs> Exactly, Lee Chi Chi. Exactly, Lee Chi Chi as Utana. No, I just did an Utana night, like I mentioned, like two weeks ago, and they did not play a single song from This Is the Why One. Why would they? They played Dirty Desire one time. I don't time. think Japanese people know this exists. They shouldn't. <laughs> don't let them know. Don't, don't, let don't, them tell, know. don't tell them. Don't tell them. They're going to actually like it. <laughs> <laughs> They're literally going to think this is good. They're gonna be like, whoa. They're going to be like, whoa. Utana's so cool. <laughs> She's so sexy. Oh no, she's not any, not one bit. She's this is not. literally like bottom music, like music for bottoms. <laughs> oh my god. This is what we would pregame to, like. Yeah, like literally, like unironically. I, I used to put Dirty Desire on <laughs> when I was in college. I would like steal the ox cord at like frat parties and play Dirty Desire. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Just to ruin everyone's Dirty day. Dirty <laughs> Desire. Dirty Desire. I'm like. I'm like, guys, isn't this song kind of good? And they're like, what are you talking about? Who is this? What are, who, get out of my party. Who are you? This album makes no sense how it was made. Why it exists? Why is she speaking English? She's not She's not English. It didn't work. It didn't work. No. She did not succeed. And it's funny. She got better at singing English, like, very recently. Like, the... She can sing. She can. She's English. She, she literally is American. It's like, just the lyrics. It's just the lyrics. Like, okay, Bad Mode has um, Find Bad Love Mode on is, it. Bad Mode is... I can't believe this, these are the same person. The How same did the same person. person who made Someone Near Marseille, like, make Crying Like a Child? <laughs> the thing is, I feel like she wanted to do this more. She, she, did, she really wanted to do this. Like, Bad Mode, I feel like... She's like, hey, I'm gonna do it. She's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, She's like, I'm gonna do it. We'll get get in the studio. Like, I'm in the sweatpants. Like, I mean, she was having so much fun. Yeah. And there's a there's this one. one she's, she's so delusional. She's having so much fun. There's one tour that uh, she did for this album in America, and it has like three shows basically. And there's a video of him, the In the Flesh tour, I think. Hmm. Yes, I think so. And it was um, <clears throat> it was at this like, tiny venue in New York. And you can see... Is that a Sephora? It's a, she, no, I'm not even kidding. She did... She did it at she Sephora. Did Sephora. I know. performances. They made her sing at fucking Sephora. Sephora in LA. Yeah. I, my friend Ronald went to that. He went to the, he went yeah, to the This Is The he went, One He went to the This Sephora. Is The One Sephora performance in Miami. Honestly? That is so that is twinky. so classic. <laughs> so 
It's happening again. That's perfect, though. Can you imagine? That's the best place to perform this album. It's literally at Sephora. It's Victoria's Secret. Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine? Like, she creates that Starbucks white girl. The Starbucks white girl latte magic. Blasian slay. It's the blazing of it all. Anyway, that that concert, that performance that she did, it's videoed and it's all up and it's um, humiliating because she does fucking dome tours in Japan. And they can only she's at a fucking Sephora in LA, in a mall. Yeah, and then one person was like speaking, like barking at her in Japanese and then she literally goes at them, you don't speak Japanese. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't. Ugh, I just got a work call. Ugh. I'm, so, I'm sorry, I'm talking about Utada right now, actually. Can you, like, not? Hold the, hold the girl. We're doing work. Hold the girl. This is better, though, this is better than anything Rina Sawayama's ever made. That's so true. It's better than... It's kind of like Kesha, almost. Uh-huh. Like Dr. Luke Kesha. It's close to that. Not as good, though, but... It's better it's, than... It's, 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 uh, it's, it's like it's a fucking enigma. Ooh. There's so much to talk about. You don't speak Japanese. <laughs> the Sephora. She's performing. The Sephora. The apple cinnamon latte. <laughs> the sexy frumpiness. The sexy frumpiness. The, the dirty frumpy Lena Dunham stained blouse. This is the bikini. Lena Dunham in it's the bikini. A, yeah, it's literally Lena Dunham's like horrifying like green bikini that she wears in the Beach House episode. Grown. Grown. She also and it's so funny. She's so talented. Like she really is. And when she she performs Sanctuary. Which is the English version of uh, whatever it is, and it's on the English. It's on the English version of the yeah. record. And when she's saying that live, she does like the backwards, like. Yeah. She sings it live. I'm an unreached god, broken up. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and she's so talented, and then here I, she is. Hey. She is. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. We're gonna get bring that piece back. Bring that piece back. Okay, so let's frame this conversation. Yeah. How is this a Christmas album? Because it is. Okay, okay, okay. It's it's exactly like Hey there, Mr. Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a break. Like it's it's it's, it's a just, holiday. It's just a holiday. It's it's ambient Christmas yeah. again. It's an ambient magical Christmas. This is kind of Christmas party music. Yeah, see like, I'm telling you, Apple and Cinnamon yeah. is Christmas vibes. Like if there was an alien making a movie about Christmas, yeah. like this would be the, the <laughs> song that they play at the Christmas party. <laughs> It's gonna be apple and cinnamon and like <laughs> the Christmas the Christmas party from Alien Hell, <laughs> Alien Superstar. They're making movies about human culture, and we'd put this on as the fucking Christmas music. I'm actually now thinking that she's so genius because Renaissance is just this is the one. <laughs> it Renaissance literally is, this is, is the one, but like twenty years too late. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She, she was doing like basically. She did this before. Though. Yeah, because Renaissance is like. Um, Alien making like gay pop music, like yeah, spinning it world, is. spinning world. It's what the aliens would be like. This is what gay pop music sounded yeah, it's like. like on with someone Earth. who's never contacted human culture before, like being like homosexuals, like mm, doing yummy, like, yummy, 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 yummy. I'm doing this. That's actually good. I'm doing my telepathy to like, like, reach out across space. Abduct me, abduct me, abduct me. <laughs> I'm still eating this naan. Okay, so. I got none more to say. I have none more to say. This Okinawan, is the one. Okinawan, American Christmas. Okinawan is so, this is the one. It's American so Village is, this is the one. It is. We, oh my god, it so is. Wait, explain American Village. American yeah. Village is this gaudy travesty that is erected <laughs> outside of the military base, and it's so gaudy. It is intense. It's all of these horrifying, like, kitschy, like, knick-knack stores. Um, restaurants at the wazoo, and it's just like like Santa, plastic Santa, plastic Santa everywhere. There's it's year round that plastic Santa is yeah. there, and it's just lights, 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 lights. Christmas, 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 candy canes, candy cane. It looks like Phoenix, Arizona. Ugly snowman. Yeah, it looks like Las Vegas. It is, and it's so gaudy that and weird that it actually like becomes like this beautiful it's, like, representation it's of the conflict between Japan and America yeah. over time. It's like, it's, so it's Okinawa crystallized. It is. Do you know there used to be a Ferris wheel there? No. I know. Where did they it took go? it down. Fell over. Wasn't getting any work. <laughs> like Utada. Like Utada and Sephora. Fucking, oh my god. That is so debasing that they made her do that. Can you imagine being like the most famous person I'm in Japan? I'm actually like, pissed. The highest selling Japanese album of all time and they just fucking shoved her ass at <laughs> Sephora. 
That is insane. That's cool. It's so crazy. Oh, and she also did this <laughs> press tour leading up for this. And people were interviewing her, and they're like, so, like, you're like Japanese Britney Spears. And then she's like, actually, I'm like more of a singer-songwriter. And yeah. they're like, there's like <laughs> these like, women like smiling at her. In this album, she tried to be Britney. And look what we got. Better than anything Britney did in the last 10 years of her career. Slumber Party. That's okay. That's a good, that's a good song. With, with Tanache. Talentless Tanache. I hate her. I hate her. Really? Songs for you, more like songs, songs for, you for snooze. So bad, oh god. I just find her annoying. Everyone's like, when is Tanashi gonna get She's her? She's bootleg FKA twin. When is she gonna get her flowers? I'm like, what flowers? <laughs> I ate that you flower. You know she used to be a background dancer for Jeffree Star? I did. And she was fat too. And was she, was she <laughs> thick? I was fat. Yeah. She's like thick? Yeah. She's thick to know. Like scary skinny or something, right? Yeah, now she's scary she's skinny. Like, look at my ribs. She'd just be doing shit. She's like Salome. Bropa. When? Bropa. Bropa mirror pick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Love you, Salome, even though you are insane and make me want to kill myself every time I look at you. Just kidding. I love you, Luke, even though I'm like Okinawa's freak. Thank not you not for, her. Thank you for introducing me to Chi Chi. Amazing. Look where I am now. Alien superstar. Alien superstar. Reflecting on this is the one. Yeah. All of this is um. I want to see the bottles popping. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Bring back. Bring that back. She's just blazing it up. I can't eat anymore. I'm full as fuck. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.